Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Hey everybody, welcome to Hobby Addicts. We are on Hobby Addicts. What episode is this, Mason? I believe it's 308, but I've been wrong before. All right, 308. Welcome into the show. Thank you for tuning in, all of you who listen. It means that you support the podcast, and we appreciate it very much. We know that, we know that money is hard to earn, and you gave it to us, and we. Very thankful for that. So, thank you very much. We have a we have a good show today. I am your host, Mitsugi. I'm joined by Mason, of course. Mason, how are you today? I'm doing pretty well. We are recording this, you know, to date ourselves right at the beginning on Easter Sunday,、yep. you know, 2022. True. So,、uh, it's been a good day. Really good weather in the Northeast. Really good weather just the whole weekend. And、uh, I guess I'm vibing. It's, you know, we're at the stage where it's comfortable、vibing. to podcast in a room, which sounds like the most first world privilege to complain about. But, like, when it gets hot in the summer and you can't have your AC on because、Ugh. you hear the yeah in the background, then you really appreciate these days. So I am I'm definitely、uh, feeling it. All right. Well, and I agree. It's very nice here in Denver. I celebrated Easter so far today by being. Uh, a bad boy. I just went to the gym pretty much. And、um, yeah, that was about all. And I had、you、a great. You went to the Church of Iron, you know? It, yes, the Church of Swole. Yeah. And、uh, I had, had a great breakfast with pancake. And、uh, here I am, very loaded up on all sorts of food. So, guys, today we're going to talk about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie 2, which I saw and was glowing like a little child for four days after seeing it. And,、um, oh, that's ma- adorable. Yeah, it doesn't happen often. So. When it happens, I, 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 I bask in the glow.、Uh, Mason saw, played a video game called Death's Door. Sounds pretty interesting. And that's about it. You know, we'll wrap up and、uh, get ready for the main podcast. But,、uh, but let me dive into this. You know what? No. Let's start with Death's no, no, Door. No, 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 no. Oh, so, wow. I wanted to see a movie this weekend.、Um, I, want, I want to go see. Have you heard of Everything Everywhere All at Once?、Uh, is it new? Yeah. It's like brand. Well, I think it's been like. On like the film circuit for like a couple weeks, but I think it just like dropped in the United States.、Mm. I、um, haven't seen it, but we like, could... a, like a month ago.、Uh, have you, did you actually go see that? I did not. I wanted、oh, okay. to, and the weather was just so nice this weekend that I just like couldn't. Like, how on the very、oh, yeah. first nice weekend did I want to finally go see a movie? So I did not go. So I think. I should vicariously live through your movie going experience.、Oh, all right. And I want to hear everything there is to hear about Sonic the Hedgehog. All right. Too. I'm a captive audience. You don't have a line like yawn in our faces when we talk video game or video game adjacent things. So <laughs> yeah, hit it. All right. So,、um, yeah, Sonic Movie 2 came out. People that love Sonic are just geeking out.、Um, this is like the sound of my childhood, Mason. I'm picturing you, like, as soon as you got home from the movie, being like, Can I get the Sonic shoes? And you, like, bugged your mom, 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 can I get the Sonic shoes? And you've been running up and down the stairs, like, Oh, I'm so much faster with these shoes. 
God, I tried to buy those Sonic 2 I shoes know. that Fila came out with. Yeah. I can't find them. They're gone. Like, you can't find them. I'm so upset. Uh, I'm on, like, the wait list, and, for, uh, and I haven't heard anything, so I don't know if they're going to have any more. Whatever. They probably weren't that good anyway, but, you know, they were cool looking, I guess. They look just like his Sonic shoes. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so... Sonic Movie 2 came out, and um, the first movie was a pretty big success. It's actually currently the, the highest-grossing video game movie in the USA. Um, I don't know about the rest of the world, but um, it's the Uncharted is closing in on it, though, so it'll probably get passed up by Uncharted here. Uh, it's only about $4 million ahead of Uncharted. But Sonic Movie 2 came out, and it just blew away every other video game movie's opening box office. Um you know the opening the opening uh, domestic weekend for Sonic Two was seventy two million dollars in the U S. Um, Sonic One was fifty eight million. Pikachu Detective Pikachu was fifty four million. Uncharted was forty four million. So pre- pretty strong numbers. You know I'm looking at the current um, worldwide sales so far through about what it's been about uh, nine days. It's made two hundred thirty one million dollars, almost two hundred thirty two in nine days. I only say this because. As a big Sonic fan, a huge Sonic fan, you want the movie to do well because you want more of these movies. You know, it would just tickle me to death if we ended up with six, seven Sonic movies where they went through all the characters, just, you know, made like this own Sonic universe. Um, And if the movie flops, you won't get that. But this movie is not flopping. So, also, the movie is um, pretty phenomenal. Um, I'm pulling up Rotten Tomatoes right now, but it's it's probably the highest rated movie, one of the highest rated movies of the year, I would say, uh, as far as um, just like movie reviews go. Rotten Let's see, Sonic 2 tomatoes. has a 67 from critics and a 97 from the audience. Which is so, about what pr- you expect from like a fan-beloved property like this. Sure. A little better than the first movie, which also did well. Um, this movie is fucking awesome. It, it was better than the first movie. I don't, did you see the first one, Mason? I have not. Uh, well, you, you, if you get the chance, you should see it. It was pretty good. Uh, I don't know, like how far you're fan of, like, if you're fan of fan of of Sonic. Maybe, I maybe, played, maybe zero. I don't know. I think it was two on the Sega Dreamcast. Okay. Did the two ever come out on the Dreamcast? They might have ported it. The Sonic Two was on the Sega Genesis. Me, so, but there's been like Sonic up. Adventure, Sonic Adventure Two, Sonic Adventure Battle, Dreamcast. Sonic Adventure Battle Two. Sonic Forces, Sonic Colors, Sonic Spinball, Sonic blah, there's a ton of, a billion Sonic games. Um, so this movie is a direct follow-up to the first movie, and there will be some, some spoilers in this discussion. It's still, you should still go see it, honestly. The spoilers are not going to be able to ruin this movie for you. So um, it is a direct follow-up of the second movie. So in the second movie, Sonic be defeats Dr. Eggman, a.k.a. Uh, they call him... Uh, well, they refer, they refer to him as both in the movie. Um, Sonic tends to call him Eggman, and other characters tend to call him Robotnik. So I don't know. It's whatever. I like both names. So Robotnik gets beaten by Sonic in the first movie, and he gets sent to an alien planet, basically, like another... I don't know how to phrase it. Think of it as like another stage, you know, in the in the Sonic world, like, you know, you, you go from Green Hill Zone to Marble Zone to, to Spring Yard Zone, all these different levels. He gets sent to a world with all these mushrooms, right? And um, and they, they open the movie with Jim Carrey trying to, like, figure out how to get off this planet. And he, 
you know, he's like making mushroom coffee and all this goofy shit. Jim Carrey is amazing in this movie. He absolutely destroys the role. It is perfect. Not that it's like the hardest role to play, but Jim Carrey just does a great job with it. It's it's too, totally awesome. Uh, you can tell he just totally bought into the character and enjoyed doing it. Mm-hmm. How was, um, <laughs> not to jump ahead, how was Idris Elba? Idris Elba, the, is he the voice of Knuckles? Yeah, because I think that was more of the casting that people were like. Like, Jim Carrey being an eccentric, like, mad scientist, like, no one had to imagine what yeah. that was like. But I yeah, think Idris cake, Elba right? as uh, the, the Knuckles that you do not fuckle with, everyone was like, okay, yeah. like, how is this going to go down? So I'll get to that um, for sure. So Knuckles comes in, so, like, Eggman lays a trap. This is in the very beginning of the movie, like first five minutes. The movie's pretty long. It's over two hours long. Um, Wow. Knuckles uh, Knuckles comes to investigate an energy signal that like Eggman sends sends off. And it's just right off the bat, the game is just totally canon. It understands what Sonic is, nails everything about it. So people that are big fans of Sonic know that Knuckles comes in and Sonic and Knuckles. It's on the Sega Genesis also. And there's a lot in the, in the initial levels of that game, there's a lot of mushrooms in the game. Mm-hmm. You, you'll, you'll, you'll jump on mushrooms, you'll use them as springboards to go up like platforming and stuff like that. Well, lo and behold, Sonic uh, Knuckles comes in in, a, in an area full of mushrooms. It's just like they just understand the history of Sonic and it's so good. Um, so there's all these Easter eggs throughout the movie and, and we'll get to that. So basically Eggman takes Sonic or takes Knuckles with him to go and, you know, get his revenge on, on, uh, on Sonic or whatever. Cause in this movie, they're really after the, the, the master Emerald or the chaos Emeralds, if you know, if you, if you will. So, and that's what Knuckles wants because that's the thing that like his clan protected and, you know, in the history, they actually get into the history of like Knuckles and Sonic a little bit, which you don't really get very much from the game. So it's kind of interesting. And, and so they're all after these these emeralds. Sonic doesn't even know what they are, but he learns about them through Knuckles and Eggman and inter- interacting with them in the movie. Um, and so- Knuckles is great in this movie. I mean, um, Pancake's a big Knuckles fan, and she thought it was perfect. He's very, like, deadpan, sort of very serious, very... Um, very fixated on like, you know, he's like a soldier, basically. He's like a warrior and he doesn't understand a lot of the thing, a lot of the silly things about earth, like, you know, gizmos and fun, (laughs) you know, at the end, at the end, they're like, at the end of the movie, like they're playing baseball and like Knuckles doesn't understand baseball. So he's like, so I hit this, I hit this ball and, and like, he doesn't even like, he has the bat. He doesn't even, he just like punches the ball, you know, and then he, you know, celebrates because he beats tails and, you know, he's like, and then they all go get ice cream. I mean, it's just so silly. And he doesn't understand what ice cream is. Idris Elba was fine. I thought the voice was pretty much on on spot for for Knuckles. I mean, he did a good job. Knuckles was pretty much perfect. Was tails Knuckles, was perfect. Was Knuckles kind of like Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy? Um, I don't know if you've seen that. Where, like, it just hyper, like, focused and dense, but, like, misses the point, but in his own special way. He's very serious yeah. about like his mission gotcha. and he doesn't have a lot of room for fun and he's kind of cute in that way because he's just like, oh, it's Knuckles, you know, he doesn't, you know, but he's, yeah. he's not really a bad guy. He's just very f- focused on like virtues and being, having, you know, um, like he, he notes a couple times how much of a unbelievable, how, how un 
trustworthy Eggman is. Like he'll observe Eggman the way that Eggman treats other people. And then he reflects on like how Eggman probably feels about Knuckles. And Knuckles is like, oh, he's not, you you are not a man of virtue. Like he's very serious. Mm-hmm. Um, Tails comes in and Tails is perfect. I mean, it is unbelievable. He looks perfect. He sounds perfect. It's, Aww, it's basically the, awesome. basically the, basically the identical voice of Tails. He's got the same like, like uh childish sort of um, genius, but childish, but but still a genius, like just wants to make friends sort of character. He loves Sonic. Um, they have like this super cute, like um, Sonic and Tails sort of like bonding section of the movie that's super cute. Um, and they just nailed it. They nailed Tails completely. I mean, it's perfect. Uh, I mean, as a person who would be the first to complain about anything in this movie, there's almost nothing to complain about from my perspective. Um, there was a section in the movie where they spent a little too long with characters that weren't Sonic, Knuckles, or Tails, and I was like, get, let's get on with it, you know? But it was still kind of fun, and, you know, it didn't drag the movie down too much. Um, there's some great Easter eggs in this movie. Um, the cafe that Robotnik's henchman kind of is working at, because because Robotnik's not there anymore, it's called the Mean Bean Coffee Company. So if you have played Sonic games, you know that there's a game called like Eggman's Mean Bean Machine. It's like a Tetris type mm-hmm. game. So like there's a there's a an Easter egg. The town that Sonic lives in is called Spring Hill. There's an Easter egg. I already mentioned I already mentioned the Mushroom World. There's a section of the movie where the um like Sonic sliding down these slides full of water, and it's obviously the Labyrinth Zone. I don't know if you've if you're familiar with Labyrinth Zone, but there's a section in Sonic 1, it's like the fourth or fifth world, where you keep sliding down these slides. It's like an Egyptian temple, and there's like water, and he keeps sliding down, and you have to kind of jump off the water to get to platform your way out of this. It's kind of like a puzzle. You'll just keep going in a circle till you platform out of it. That was in the movie. Sonic can't swim, so they noted that. He really can't swim in the games. He never swims. Mm-hmm. There's even a section where he's like drowning and a bubble comes up and he breathes the bubble. Like, I don't know if, if you've played Sonic, you know that like bubbles are under the water and you have to stay within basically, those. you have to run into them to breathe. That's in the movie. So there's all these Easter eggs that make the movie really special. There's even a Sega Genesis cartridge that, um, like, like game case that is presented as, I'm not going to spoil what it is, but, you know, they hold this object up and it's a Sega Genesis game case case and it's like wow (laughs) like you know people little kids and there were a ton of kids in the audience probably aren't going to pick this stuff up but like the sonic does span about three generations at this point so you know i'm the first generation of sonic and uh you know it's 31 years old the original game and they're little kids in there it uh, and honestly on a tuesday night i'm not kidding it was completely sold out i mean we had to take seats that weren't really our, our ideal seats as far as like how close we were to the screen because every single seat was gone. And that's the first time I've ever seen this movie theater like that. This movie theater usually is, it looks like a theater that got ravaged by COVID. It's like, okay, there's three people in here besides us, you know, and you just, you just hope the movie theater can make it. This was completely sold out. There's not a single seat left. And it really just spoke to how popular the, uh, like the movie is. Um, there's, uh, there's a there's a presentation of Supersonic in the movie, which is a little early in the Sonic like uh, com- like order of events, sort of so to speak. But it's pretty neat, and they do an awesome job with it. So that's kind of a spoiler, but you know whatever. It's not going to spoil the movie for you at all. There's a scene where Sonic 
is riding on a red airplane while Tails flies the airplane. And you'll note that that is exactly how Sonic, the game Sonic 2 begins, which is with um, Tails flying an airplane and Sonic standing on the plane. Then he jumps off and then he lands on the ground and that's how the game starts. That's in the movie. <laughs> I was like, it's fucking awesome. Um, and I don't know. It was, just, it was just a fantastic movie as they like hunt down these Chaos Emeralds. I mean, it wasn't, it was pretty lighthearted. There was a lot of comedy. You know, Sonic's still really hyper. All the human characters in the movie did a good job, especially Jim Carrey. The only um, bad thing is that it's pretty clear there's going to be a third movie. So they're doing... In fact, they're already making it. It's already in production. And the and spin-off, a, according to Wikipedia. Really? Yes. Also, wow. I, I'm, I'm, I'm about to make a tweet about this because this just blew my mind. Um, not the fact okay. that they're making a third movie and a spin-off, but if you go to the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 Wikipedia page, mm-hmm. someone just went ham in the plot. What do you mean? Just go to the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 film like Wikipedia page, and there was probably just some super fan who wrote like everything down. Like This is the most overwhelming plot synopsis in a Wikipedia page I've oh ever seen. Oh my god. Seen. I'm like queasy looking at the, like the Lord of the Rings collectively. Oh God, bro. All those films have less plot in their Wikipedia page. Like someone just was like, and then this happened, and then he tripped on his shoe, and then this happened, and then he like it, it probably went through every single scene. Oh my goodness, this is <laughs> so wow. Sorry, I, I'm just gonna I, I'm just gonna us. drop this into I'm I, I'm I just copy I'm gonna copy paste this into. It's 11 pages typed no, without any spaces at all. Yeah, this Wikipedia page cor- has no like indentation or anything. It's just one massive Mason. wall of text. 8,000 words. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. God, how do they even get all that? How do this, they even get all that down? This will probably be edited out when someone from Wikipedia is like, uh, you, you can't, you can't have this, but they probably just can't Crazy. stop the Sonic Army. Sorry, <laughs> just laughing. Yeah, the Sonic Army. So, me. so there, so there is a bad thing here, and I really hope that this doesn't happen, but I think it will. Um, there's a third movie. They're doing the Avengers thing where there's like a cutscene. You know, they do a really cute like animated Sonic video game thing where they, where they roll some of the credits, and then they go to the black screen and they roll the credits that way. And then there's like another 45 seconds of the movie. And the 45 seconds of the movie solidifies the fact that there is a guaranteed third film coming. Mm -hmm. You know, just like they do with Avengers. You know, like, oh, here comes this next character. The only thing is that Jim Carrey wants to retire. He said he wants to retire. He's tired of Hollywood. He wants to go like hike in the mountains and meditate for the rest of his life. It's like, or whatever he said. So they're not sure if he's going to be in the third movie or not. And honestly, I can't imagine a Sonic anything without Robotnik in it. I don't think it's ever happened. It's kind of like having Mario without Bowser, um, except probably more so because I think there actually are Mario games without Bowser, but there pretty much are not Sonic games without Robotnik in it. So they said that even if Jim Carrey does retire, they're going to make the movie even without him. Um, I won't spoil the villain of the third movie because it's pretty clear from the ending credit thing, but... Shadow. It's going to be tough having this. It's got to be Shadow. It's, I don't know anything about be, anything. <laughs> it's going to be tough having this without without Jim Carrey in it because he is so f- fucking perfect. I mean, he Jim Carrey literally played his leg like a guitar in this movie. I was like, that is that was like 
that was like a, an awesome moment. I mean, he's like he's like floating in the air and his like you know giant gadget or whatever he's created, and he's like literally jamming on his leg like a guitar. And I'm just like Jim Carrey, <laughs> like bro, you're you're crazy. So, um, yeah, I didn't know there was a spinoff coming. I don't know what it's gonna be. I mean, what are they gonna do as a spinoff? Did, does I it mean, say? I think Wikipedia says it's a knuckle spinoff. Oh yeah. Well, that'll make Pancake happy. There we go. So. But um, yeah, it said, uh, yeah, let's see here. Anything about Jim Carrey on here? Doesn't say. He said he wants to do, he said he wanted to do the sequel, but then I read right afterwards that they weren't sure if he was going to be in the third one. So we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, honestly, like if, honestly, like people, if you're a fan of Sonic at all, like this movie is, this movie is great. And it's not just, I'm not just saying that as a big Sonic fan that has a Sonic figure right next to him on my desk. Um, the movie looks great. It sounds great. The pacing's good. Um, the action's good. It's fun. It's kid friendly. Like you can bring your kids. If you have a kid older than like seven that like, if you have a kid old enough to understand and sit through a movie, I think they're really going to like it. I mean, there were a lot of little kids in the theater and they're like, Oh, it's tails. Like I didn't even know little kids care, gave a fuck, but they do like, they understand what Sonic is and they like it. So, you know, the theater was probably 50, 50 adults and kids. More uh, it fans is a PG movie. means more money equals more just opportunities for this franchise to continue and prosper and exist and make new content. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I had to wait a long time for them to have a, an actual like successful Sonic movie. It's kind of funny. Like, Sonic has about I'm just gonna say 50 games. I don't know. It's a lot, but mm-hmm. probably m- most people would say probably like 38 of them aren't good. Like, there's like a lot of bad Sonic games. So it's I find it wild that out of nowhere there's these great Sonic movies that are being well received and it's like I had to wait my whole life to get these fucking movies and now that they're here I'm super happy about it and I really hope Jim Carrey doesn't retire because I really want him in this next movie I mean god it's the easiest role in the world bro like Jim Jim you're gonna make 25 million dollars to do a movie where you play your leg as a guitar like I realize you have like probably 200 million dollars in the bank and you don't give a shit but like come on do it for me (laughs) please please Um, please like you're so good in this movie i mean you you just are like no one like the 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 producer said they literally couldn't fathom anybody doing the role except jim carrey and so they're not even going to bother casting it if he retires there will be no more Eggman in any of these movies to which to me sounds like a disaster so i i'm really kind of scared about that but at least we got this movie it's really good i don't know if i don't know if it's going to come to like hbo or something it probably will but uh i'm sure it will Probably. So many years ago, you know, they announced, hey, we're doing a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. What was your, like, confidence that they were going to nail, uh, like, the first one, the 2020 one? Well, it was very poor. I mean, you'll remember that they had the really bizarre design for Sonic that everybody yeah, hated. With those teeth. <laughs> the teeth and the fucking fingers. I mean, Sonic is like Mario. He wears gloves, right? And he's got yeah. shoes. He doesn't have toes and fingers. We don't want to see that. We don't want to see his little weird <laughs> fingers. Um, Ain't nobody want to see that. So at first I was like, well, this is a disaster. It's already going to be a huge disaster. I was covering my eyes. Then I went into the movie and I was like, I still didn't know that it was going to be good. Um, although Sonic looked better. And then I think my fears were quickly, a, 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 whatever the word is, like um, calmed or whatever. I'll say assuaged or assu- I can't remember that. Yeah, um, there's a word I'm thinking of and I can't think of the word, but 
the it was pretty obvious within like 10 minutes of the first movie that it was going to be good. Um, and the second movie, you know, I just looked on Rotten Tomatoes and I saw, well, it's got a 98. People would have bombed the hell out of this movie if they had done it badly. And they haven't done that. So I assumed the second movie was going to be a hit. And um, so, you know, now the third movie, I'm not really sure because, you know. It's too soon to tell. But essentially you're saying, you know, or movie one came in with very low expectations. Movie two, you saw the scores ahead of time. You were like, okay, this is probably going to be solid. And I guess really what is, you know, your fears now would be the presence of Jim Carrey. Yeah, that's pretty much right. Sonic 3, yeah, I'm reading this thing right here. Um, if you want to see the movie streaming, it'll be on, well, this can't be right. Oh, no, yeah, okay. It's going to be on Paramount Plus starting on May 23rd, which I assume no one has that, so I don't know why they're putting it on Paramount Plus, but... Uh, what else is on Paramount Plus? The a new... Uh, don't know. Beavis and Butthead movie? Is that it? I know nothing else about Paramount Plus. I won't get Paramount Plus. Um... So it says Sonic 3 is confirmed in production, which fans can likely expect to hear about in the coming months as Sonic 2's cast and crew break down the movie's post credit scenes and in interviews. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't want to say who the villain is. You know, you already made a guess at it, but... Yeah, I mean, I can make guesses because I have no idea. Also, to go back in time, I played the Sonic games for the Game Gear. Oh. That's what I played stuff okay. on. Well, that would have been so, like OG. Sonic. That would be OG one and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I played. Well, as far as villains go, I mean, it's pretty much Shadow, it's Metal Sonic, um, and you know, there's a lot of other characters, but not too many of them are like main villains. It's not. A, it's mostly Robotnik. No, yeah, it's Robotnik, and they kind of cycle through a one or two new characters to uh, fill out. Yeah, the cast as needed, but I mean. You can't go three movies and not have Shadow. Like, he's just everyone's favorite edge boy. <laughs> it is pretty edgy. So, yeah, that's about it. I mean, uh, you know, if you have kids, go see it. You should. Uh, it'll be a great experience for them. The CG looks awesome. I mean, it's a great movie for kids. Uh, it's a great movie for fans of Sonic. So, if you're an adult and you don't care about Sonic you don't, and you don't have kids, well, you probably don't want to see it. won't make much sense for you, but, um, mm -hmm. you know. There's a lot of kids in the world. Kids movies do make a lot of money, so uh, yeah. It's now with Shadow, it'll have to be like a rated R movie, probably. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> a rated R Sonic, can you imagine? <laughs> oh God. Well, what was this rated? PG, PG thirteen. PG. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what you expect. Yeah. So there was a scene at the end of the movie where I kind of got choked up, um, where eventually, well, it's spoilers, but like it's obvious. Eventually. Knuckles comes around to Sonic's side of things, you know, because it's obvious that it's going to happen. So Knuckles is not a villain, of course. Um, yeah. And when you when, when they first have Knuckles, Tails, and Sonic all kind of huddling up to get their like to like as a team to like get their plan together, like it was kind of a choke worthy moment because I was like, oh my god, like it's happening. The I'm, boys I'm getting choked up right now. Like yeah, I was like, I was like the they're they're together and like. Tails has friends for the first time, and Knuckles has friends for the first time, and really Sonic has friends for the first time because Sonic just had that one human guy to like hang out with. So it's really cute. Anyway, that's been thirty minutes on Sonic, and uh, people that don't care are bored. So Mason, you uh, played a game called Death's Door. 
And uh, I did. I'm interested in this because I will finish Elden Ring very soon, and I may need another game. So, what was this all about? So, Death's Door is a uh, 2021 game done by a very small studio. You know, we've been talking about Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring these past couple weeks, yeah. which is a just a massive undertaking. Mm-hmm. Um, this is done by a studio called Acid Nerve, which is based in the UK, and they're a two-man studio. Wow. So very small. So, you know, scope your expectations accordingly. Um, it's kind of a, like, Legend of Zelda plus Dark Souls. Oh, uh, no. Plus a little bit of, like, Ghibli stuff. But, yeah, it kind of takes a vein out of the go around bop enemies get souls that you can use to upgrade your you know your your health your attack speed your regular speed your magic stuff like that but it's a very simple game and i got this for the nintendo switch which to me seems like the way to play it just because it's a perfect pick up and play handheld game because while it is difficult in the uh you die you start back at like the quote-unquote bonfires you don't lose any souls when you die so it's not like punishing and it's you know the very simple roll swipe magic move like it's a very simple game to pick up and i've kind of been chipping away at this for months now because i really only play my switch when i'm traveling yeah that makes sense so this is a game where you know i play it a bit on the plane and then put it away in my backpack for three months and then i pick it back up later so I've been slowly moseying my way through it. I'm almost at the end, and it's a alright game. I didn't love it at the beginning because they didn't give you a lot of tools. It was a lot of just come up to enemies and bop them on the head. You have like a little arrow that you can shoot at them, which is fun, but it was just a little too repetitive. And eventually when you get to the mid-game, you get a whole, not a whole like massive inventory, but you do get a couple different magic things to play around with you do get a couple different weapons to play around with and it does give you enough variety and customization to uh you know jazz up the play a bit but essentially you play as a small little crow this is like a 3d isometric game um and you work as like a subservient henchman kind of thing for the grim reaper (laughs) so you're in like crow incorporated where you work for your big boss and he's like oh you haven't fulfilled your like soul quota for the day you got to go out and get me more souls (laughs) and you go around you bop some enemies you get souls and you like bring it back and you like talk to people and they're like wow i love bureaucracy i love filling out all these death forms do to do to do like there's a little bit of comedy in the game but it's very you know it's just very simplistic go around uh fight you know you have your three zones your forest zone your uh, like mountain zone you're you know that kind of typical zelda setup and you kind of work your way through killing these lords that have these grand master souls that you need to collect to progress whatever arbitrary thing says oh you need three giant souls to open the death's door to do stuff like that and as you play more and unlock new areas you have the ability to go back to places you once visited and you know, you didn't have the hookshot ability the first time you came through here, so you couldn't explore these extra bonus rooms and stuff like that. So it's a lot of the mechanics you've experienced before a thousand times. It doesn't do anything new, but it does package it in a nice little bow. It's not a $60 game. It's Let's see what it's going for yeah. at the moment. It's really I really like the visuals in this. It's Yeah, and that's what drew me to it. I was watching some 
you know, games of 2021 at the end of last year, and I saw this one, I'm like, oh, it looks cute. Like, it's not a hyper-difficult game. Like, mm-hmm. there are some rooms that are a little more difficult, but because there's really no punishment and it's just kind of full of charm. Yeah. Like, it's not a ton of wordy talkiness. It's not a bunch of... So right now it's $20 on Steam. Let's see what it is on the Switch. I mean, I think it's out for just about everything from PS4, PS5, uh, all the Xbox stuff, Windows. Um, but it's definitely, I'm glad I got it on the Switch. Let's see. Come on, Nintendo Store. Load it's so impressive that there's, it's so impressive that this is just two people because, I mean, the art is quite, it's quite um, expansive. Like, it's not like, it's not even that simple looking. I mean, there's a lot of different stuff going on here. I mean, there's, I mean, just in this one shot, there's like neon signs, there's stairs, buildings, like it's like amazing that that two people can create all this artwork, can create the amount of assets that are needed to like get this thing off the ground and then not to mention all of the like the gameplay and you know, the character designs and the music and everything. Like just two people is is insane. Like it's just like how that one guy made um Stardew Valley by himself and I, and which has got to yeah, be like one guy meant like or I guess a couple more people, but essentially one dude did all of Undertale, or like three people did uh, Hollow Knight. Wow, it's, man, some people are it so could talented. Be wrong, but yeah, it, it's it's nuts what you can what you can do, and definitely is to be commended. And while I don't like put it on the same level as Hollow Knight or like Hyper Light Drifter, I think that's another really cool like indie Dark Soulsian inspired game. Um, I would say. Death Store is like a great game for someone who either finds the Dark Souls format too punishing or overloading or just not enjoyable. Like this gives you like a taste of that like format without like frustration or being upset. Yes, some of it is a little simplistic because that's just the nature of this type of game. But it's a nice little like pick up, play, bop around for a bit. I think it gets better as you get a bit more into it and you get a little more mechanics um like the puzzles are all almost laughably easy but it's fine i'm not there to do little yeah. puzzle games so sometimes being tortured um, by puzzles isn't the most fun thing exactly yeah. it's been a good you know i want to i want to have fun playing video games yeah let me pick up that store for a bit kind of thing yeah um plus it's you not can... gonna be sorry go ahead plus you can pretend a puzzle is difficulty and if it isn't then you feel so smart <laughs> it's exactly. like a three-year-old always... could solve this puzzle but i'm so smart because i did it <laughs> i'm the smartest crow around yeah exactly and of course some of the things you know if you want to make it more difficult you can be like i'm not gonna heal or i'm not gonna use projectiles like you can as with any game make it more difficult by disengaging with some of the mechanics but it's a it's a just a fun little game you know it it's uh for if you can definitely get it on sale, I'd say it's worth it. You know, it doesn't take itself too seriously. The it is and the dialogue, I'd say, is a high point. You know, it's a little it's fun talking to the little crows and watch them complain about their crow lives. Um, but yeah, it's it's not a long game. Um, it's probably I saw it's nine hours of the story. They I said. was going to say, yeah, I I haven't finished it, but I'd say I'm like near the end and i'm like seven six hours in or so yeah so i it might go a little bit longer than i expected so i'd say it's it's worth your time if you really have got nothing to pick up and it's not going to chew up 
you know, like a because <laughs> you just played back to back massive games between yeah, God, Horizon so and Elden Ring. Elden Ring is a game that if I didn't look up how to get the trophies in it, it would take forever. I mean, it would be endless because some of these oh, items, probably, yeah. some of these items, you're just not going to find them. Like, I guarantee it. There's like invisible bridges and all this shit. Like, you're not finding these items. And I can't even navigate the fucking the fucking landscape in, in Elden Ring. It's like so many cliffs and stuff that you just can't figure out how to get around. It's it's yeah. It's it's nice to to play a game once in a while that isn't just crushing you. Like, you know, um, it's totally possible to play Elden Ring for like four hours and accomplish not a thing. <laughs> it's yep. You know, so um, I, I just I just beat the game last night and the final boss kicked my ass for about three hours. So. Yeah. Well, nice. well, this is a cute game. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll pick this up. It looks like a nice relaxing sort of thing after, you know, the bone crushing effort that is Elden Ring. So might just be, might just be. Yeah. I need to uh, go yell at my roommate. You might have heard it during the second half of this episode. He got a new. I might have said this on the podcast, like seven thousand dollar TV Jesus. and and sound system, and he's been. Oh, so eager to use it all week. Yeah, I bet. Uh, and I need to be like, hmm, Damn, hmm, 7, could you just 000. not during this time to, to be so noisy? I want to talk anime with my friends. Yeah, and I remember like when you first mentioned that, I don't think I heard or comprehended that you said the TV was $7,000 or whatever because I immediately yeah. followed it up with, yeah, TVs aren't that expensive these days. I mean, they're really not if you get like a basic TV, but like I'm sure. Assuming... Yeah, but this is like an 83 inch OLED Sony. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, I was going to say like this is probably like the cutting edge and then like four times as big as most TVs. <laughs> yeah, Damn, it's... you're going to have great football in there when the football season rolls around. Yeah, I, I might have to record at a different location <laughs> when that happens because I think, uh, I think <laughs> he'll be too into it. So. I'm going to uh, try to uh, prevent this for the podcast, but uh, if you were like, well, what, what is that rumbling? I, my, my apologies. Well, you often say like, oh, there's so much noise, and then I listen usually, and I don't really hear much, so I, I, maybe it's not as bad as you think. So it, Yeah, maybe not, but and maybe me just talking about it brings attention to it, but uh, the yeah. sorry, I'm trying. No, I'm sure you're fine. Anyway, so... um. That's about it from me. I don't have much else. You know, I'm, I am going to finish Elden Ring this week and get on to something else. Um, so, what did you say, Pancake? She said, fucking finally. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I pay Pancake, they're making a Knuckles spinoff movie. Shut up. Yeah. Tell her I told her. Yeah. Then she'll believe it. Mason said it. Mason told me, so you know it's true. I am so fucking excited. Yeah. She's excited. <laughs> I think it's only going to be streaming though, so we're going to have to find a. I don't give a fuck. We'll pay for whatever. Yeah, she doesn't give a fuck. We'll, we'll, we'll pay for whatever. So yeah. All right. Well, hey. Um. Anything else you need, you want to so you want to add, Mason, or we could just call it here. No, this was a fun little talk. I like. I really do like hearing you gush about Sonic and inspire you. And don't forget, please look up the Wikipedia Sonic Two movie page. Oh my it god! Hilarious. Me, it made my eyes I'm just like. Cross. Watch this. Watch this. Hey, Pancake, come here. Look at someone. Was somebody went a little overboard with the plot summary for the Sonic Two movie on on, on Wikipedia? Uh-huh. You ready? Plot. What do you think of this? Is that the fucking script? 
It's like the it looks like the whole script. It's eight thousand words. I've dropped it into it's probably a probably longer box. than the script. Yeah, and at the very last four words of the plot synopsis on Wikipedia is the massive spoiler that uh, I was trying not to say. So if you want to see what I'm talking about, just go to the wiki. It's right there. So the real crime uh, is Pope Mitsugi has never fucking played the most gas. 3D Sonic Gas? Game. Yeah, it's fucking busted. Is this some, like, new, like, young kid term for things that are cool? Look, you don't know what emojis mean. Nobody's going to be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> have you never played Sonic Adventure Battle 2 on the GameCube? Have you played Sonic Adventure Battle 2, Mason? Prime. I don't think so. Mason hasn't played it either. Get out of here. Ugh, but I'm not a Sonic boy. Anyway, so we did, we did listen to Sonic music all the way home in the car, so that's very cute. Awesome. All right. Well, guys. Hopefully you can get those uh, those Sonic shoes. Everyone, join your spirit bomb energy. Funnel it so Mitz can get those yeah. swag shoes. God. And uh, I'm trying. Keep on keep on contributing it because that's that's where your money is going. <laughs> yeah. I don't see a dime of this. This goes yeah. right into the shoe shoes. Shoes and yeah, exactly. All right. Um, we're gonna donate all the podcast money to Jim Carrey just to bribe him to. Here, Jim. Here's <laughs> here's like. Here's like thirteen dollars and eight and eight wooden acorns. Please make the third Sonic movie. We love you. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. See ya.